with Little Bird Marketing, we don't know all the answers, but we happen to know a lot of people who combined do. We've asked some big dogs, some tenacious thought leaders to share their real experiences, mindsets, and tips for managing through this difficulty. Welcome to the MR Leadership Series. These shorter, punchy interviews are geared toward powerful and candid answers to truly relevant business challenges. If you enjoyed this episode, take to social media and thank a leader for volunteering their time in this way. Be sure to use the hashtag alwaysbehelping. Enjoy. Well, welcome back to Ponderings from the Perch. We simply cannot have another MR Leadership Week without hearing from Lenny Murphy. And if you don't know him, I don't know how, but he is a a Green Book thought leader. He's a partner in the Gen 2 Advisors. He's a director at Veriglyph. He's an advisory board member and an investor, and he is a change agent, but he is such a powerful force in the market research industry. And if you have not reached out to him or followed his thought leadership, then I... Literally, I do not know what you have been doing. So without further ado, let's hear from Lenny. Thank you for coming on the show and welcome back to this show. Uh, thank you, Priscilla. And I, I really need to just hire you as my agent. Um, so truly, because good Lord, you, you, <laughs> you're a lot better than I am in promoting me. <laughs> I'm a big fan. That helps. It, it really helps. And obviously, we bump into each other all over the place with Green Book and, um, you know, the way that you guys connect marketers with market researchers and really provide some of the most provocative conversations and really awe-inspiring innovations in this industry is 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 just absolutely um, uh, awe-inspiring. And I, I appreciate it. I know that a lot of people think, oh, it must be easy to, you know, com- you know, to be able to have such a big audience to talk to. But I think they also forget that it takes a lot of time to build that audience. You build a lot of trust with people over over more than a decade of serving in that capacity. And it's a lot of work. I bet at this point, especially in light of uh, COVID and what we've been dealing with, I bet you're a bit tired. Um, kind of. I mean, it's uh, yes, it is all those things. It's also right now, it is a big responsibility. Um, the uh, When all of this started, um, for, for me, the thought was, uh, okay, a lot of people need help. Um, I mean, a lot of people are going to need help trying to figure out what's what's going on, what happens next, and we that we have a unique role in the industry in helping to do that. That's always been what we've done, and that's even more important now than it's ever been before. So, uh, so tiring, yes, because a lot to do. Bob was also lots of business changes for us, et cetera, et cetera. But most importantly, um, just trying to help uh, as best we can because. We're in a unique position to, to help in some ways. Right. I love that. Well, you, you I don't know if you remember this, but I'm the fifth of five kids, and you have six kids. And so I like to be sure to advise, uh, to ask people for advice who really know the name of the game about being flexible and going with the flow. So I think that you qualify, Lenny. <laughs> uh, well, I've survived this long, so I guess I'm doing something right. So. Right, right. Well, you, you're a very flexible person. You're very good at outreach. So tell me a little bit about what's been going through your mind during this crisis. Do you have an anchor or a mantra, a mindset, or, or something that you constantly ask yourself that's helping you stay on track right now? Yeah, well, it, you know, the, the personal and the business have blended uh, in an even more profound 
way than they were before this. I've never been really good at keeping business and personal separate. Um, uh, by the way, we, we operate the businesses, but uh, for me, I, I realized early on that I needed to pay attention to the data um, for me to stay sane, and I needed to f- be a researcher and follow the data and think about implications and outcomes. Um, and that kind of feeds the control freak aspect of me, right? My own personal insecurities and fear. Um, and that's been true for the business as well. So, you know, what, what is the data, not the hype, what is the data? Um, and, and where is that leading and what are the natural implications of that for our industry? So that's, it's kept us sane, it's kept us focused and, and really as much disruption as all this has caused, uh, it's also created some immense opportunities, um, and you know, for our industry, uh, we've never been needed more than we are now. Um, we've had to adapt. We've, we've been able to accelerate trends that were already in play around transition to digital, et cetera, et cetera. And for us as a business, for Greenbook as a business, it's also uh, allowed us to explore be experimenting, right? Mm-hmm. I think we, we almost have become kind of trapped in our own, you know, we did events, we did, you know, blog content and grit and et cetera, et cetera. And this has really given us permission to get creative um, and, and rethink even some of our business and things that we could do to try and be more helpful uh, and, and deliver value in new ways. And that's, that's exciting. Yeah, that is exciting. That. Yeah, that's, that, let, let's, let's delve into that a little bit. But before, I want to back you up a little bit because you did allude to something which I think is super important. And that is that at Green Book, you do sit in a unique position, being able to see across all of the aspects of the market research industry, because you don't serve just one small sliver of it. And so from that position, you said that in a lot of ways, market research has never been in more demand than it is right now. So tell me a little bit more about that. And I'd like to hear specifically about what did get an uptick, you know, and then let's also talk a little bit about, you know, what happened to face-to-face qual and what happened when some of that qual moved online and what's going to happen when we open back up qual. So let's kind of go a little bit in that order. What are some of the things that you've seen really have a major uptick during this time? Yeah, so so one of the things that we decided to experiment with on early was uh, what we're calling the Insights Leaders Roundtable. Right? It's a weekly it's a weekly focus group, really, <laughs> that we record and post, and we, we kind of treat it as a podcast kind of thing. But it's not really a podcast. It's really just a recording of a, of a focus group every week that I have with CEOs and, and leaders in the industry. Um, and that has been incredibly helpful because it's been kind of a tracking initiative, right? Every week we've been able to talk to people in the trenches and – uh, and get their take on what's happening. So these changes that you, you're talking about, we've been able to, to capture that, right? It's not just anecdotal. We're talking to the people that are experiencing them and driving them in, in many cases. So to your point, the, you know, there was the initial kind of back uh, pullback from everybody. The, I, I call it the oh crap moment <laughs> that we went through. Uh, and actually, I, I don't use crap usually, but I will in this just to be polite. Um, so <laughs> Don't tell Kristen uh, Luck that because she didn't mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I had the honor of being the first event that Kristen dropped the F-bomb from the podium. I had to sound kind of proud. Anyway, the, uh, <laughs> um, the, uh, so, so we had the oh crap uh, moment where everybody just stopped and thought, okay, whoa, what does this mean, right? What's going on? 
Um, and then we saw some immediate pragmatic changes. One you brought it up was, was qual, right? Uh, you know, face-to-face qual, face-to-face interviewing. Boom, shut down. Couldn't do it. So, the, so there was an immediate shift towards online qualitative um, and in and, and all of its various and sundry permutations, right? So uh, uh, ethnography and communities, et cetera, et cetera. Big surge. I know, I, I, I don't know a single online qualitative technology provider that is not having an amazing year right, right. now. <laughs> so they are just, they are booming. They're winning, yeah. right? Um, they're having their own oh crap moment, right? Of well, what do we do with all this business? Yes. So, yeah. um, and and but that's also had you know implications for the service component. A lot of it is complicated, you know, issues on how to resolve this. Um, so so that's been interesting. Um, of course, you know, DIY and and cheap, fast, uh, agile approaches weren't in a place to understand strategically long term over the course of the last month or so. They needed to understand what the hell was going on right then, right? So uh, what were these new channels for, uh, for consumer purchasing? What behaviors are, are people adapting? How are people feeling? Um, trying to get a, they needed to make sense. They needed contextual, foundational insights to frame the strategic questions. Right. So, and we're kind of through that now. So, I mean, there's still, things are changing. There, there's still a lot of folks that, you know, we still need to understand. But we've got a pretty good sense of what that, we think that looks like now. Um, so, we are seeing an uptick in spend um, on more of the strategic end now. Right. So, so if we look at kind of the, we've always kind of looked at the research industry uh, in, from a continued year attack to pure consulting with traditional full service kind of in the middle. Um those two ends of the spectrum, pure tech and pure consulting, they're driving it even more right now. Um, full service is benefiting from that to some extent. Uh, companies that are more engaged with data synthesis um, and that are being data agnostic. And these, this is all stuff we've talked about for years. None of this was new. It just got sped up right. really, really fast. Right. Well, so that was sped up. And then you mentioned that some of the new changes that you wanted to do at Green Book and that your, you know, the leadership there had been talking about for a while also got accelerated. So tell us a little bit about what's gotten accelerated and what this looks like for Green Book as a company. Yeah, well, I mean, there's all types of stuff being talked about. Um, the uh, but what I can share that we are doing is, uh, you know, certainly for, for this year, uh, we don't see face-to-face uh, events, certainly not large-scale face-to-face events, um, being easy wins. Um, there's just still, still too much uncertainty on how people feel about this, right? As much as there may be, you know, pent-up demand. Uh, if, if we kind of look at the proxies we're seeing happening with the the opening up protests, if you will, right? If we use that, about half half the population wants to get back to normal. About half the population is saying, "No, I'm good. I'm good." <laughs> you know, um, the uh, and and I I get that. I'm I'm kind of in that boat, right? There's uh, I'm. Uh, I don't care if I ever go to the grocery store again. I'm adapted <laughs> as an online shopper. I'm totally See, cool with that. See, this is you what know? happens. You got six kids. You're flexible, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all so, coming full circle for you, Lenny. <laughs> yeah, it is. yeah, everybody's living the way I live my life now. The, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, it's, you know, it, it's going to be dicey. Right. So I wouldn't right. expect to see any of the big events be big. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, 
and that there's my, you know, there's just the financial issues of doing large scale events and et cetera, et cetera. And there's a point where you decide it's not worth it if it's only going to be half the size. So that leads into the big question, which is IIEX North America. And it was going to be in Austin. And tell us about what's happening there. Yeah, so all of our events, uh, all of our, our large-scale events this year will be virtual. Um, the, uh, so IAX, uh, IAX Health, IAX Behavior, um, IAX <laughs> uh, LATAM, IAX Asia Pack, uh, they, they will be virtual events this year. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so we're busy uh, making that transition. Um, it's, it's actually, it's, it's really cool in some ways because... What we get to do is now think from a the Green Book's business is to connect supply and demand. That's what we do, mm-hmm. um, and we, we create everything we do is a channel to do that. Um, events are an easy channel. You create cool content, people come, sponsors pay. You know they meet brands and they pay sponsorship again the next year because they meet more brands. It's an easy thing to do. Um, virtual events are different, so. Uh, structurally. So one, they're cheaper, which has actually created a lot more competition, which that's interesting, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody can put, put on a virtual event with a, you know, a Zoom light. <laughs> um, so it's made us have to really focus on content, um, and it's made us get really creative in how we can drive more value for, uh, for sponsors and exhibitors and for attendees to maybe even to get as close as we can to the, the live experience in terms of networking, but in some ways to maybe even do it better. Right, right. Well, I, ha- I have to say, you know, the, the, the word that comes up to me, you know, most dramatically when I think about Green Book events is the word innovation. And so, you know, you guys have really hung your hat on being – the first to market, you know, with big ideas. So, you know, if you can still capture that virtually, there's still going to be that demand and, you know, that desire to be able to know what's coming next. That's, I mean, it, that's everybody's job in MR. We're busy doing our jobs, but we still have to keep up somehow. We're, we are launching a new event um, uh, next month. We're, we're yeah, we just just figured out what we we're going to do last week, right? And we're launching it in June um, called IX Forward. And it's on that idea, right? It's a whole new thing of, look, if you go back to our history, we grew out of the, the Great Recession. So, right, we were, the, the Green Book's business, traditional business was disrupted. My business was disrupted as CEO of Rock Hopper. Um, there is an alignment of, well, okay, the world's changed. What does that look like? And, and we grew into this role of, of, looking at the future and helping to create our vision of the future and support that vision of the future. And that's what we did for the past decade. We get to do it again. Now. So, um, and now we do it through a different lens. Uh, so we, we launched IX Forward um, in June, and that event is focused on pragmatically understanding how does the Insights Analytics uh, function work today from a tools and, and best practices standpoint that we're learning right now. And an eye towards what does the future look like? Because there will be more innovation. There will be more changes coming, and we're just getting glimpses of it now. And we want to explore what those glimpses look like, so the industry is ready. 
I love it. I love it. Well, we're going to be looking for those, but as a big thank you for coming on and sharing your valuable time and your insight about what is going on in this world. We will absolutely list all of the uh, virtual events from here to the end of the year on the show notes. So if you're looking for a great place to connect and just get your finger back on the pulse of what's going on and what's it, you know, who's innovating, who's busy, where the work is coming in, then absolutely follow Green Book. Obviously, the directory is the foundational piece for greenbook.org, but the blogs are fantastic. Just the amazing amount of content is is super great. Lenny, thank you so much for coming on Ponderings from the Perch. We really appreciate all that you do for the industry. Well, thank you, Priscilla. It's my pleasure. Be uh, be well, be safe, and stay sane. <laughs> awesome. Make sure that you connect with Lenny on LinkedIn. It's Leonard Murphy out on LinkedIn. Don't get fooled. <laughs> and make sure you reach out to him. He's just such a great resource. But from all of the peeps here at Little Bird Marketing, have a great day and happy marketing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.